let's welcome in our first guest of the morning. And this is interesting. How often do you have an entrepreneur, former hedge fund, hedge fund manager, who decides to try and disrupt one of the biggest sports industries that we have, and that would be football. Jeff Lewis is the CEO of the American Flag Football League. He joins us now on Moose and Maggie. So, Jeff, good morning. Um, first question for you. Where did this seed idea come from? How long did you have to work on it before you were able to launch? Uh, good morning. Um, thanks for having me on. Um, <clears throat> it, it, it came from watching kids play, um, you know, like so many people. Um, their experience of this game has, is either playing themselves as kids or, or going and coaching and watching their own kids uh, play. Even uh, even Michael Vick, uh, you know, his connection to football is that his sixth grade, his sixth grade daughter, uh, is the quarterback of her high school's uh, girls flag football team. So, um, you know, watching the game and seeing that it really. Um, it's a much better game to watch than pretty much anything else that kids play. Made me figure, wow, if it's better watch, you know, watching kids play, then maybe it's better watching the world's best athletes play too. And I thought they looked uh, fantastic in, in that first game. It's interesting when you think about the word disruption. So, like, it was UFC in combat sports. We're seeing LeVar Ball trying to do it with the shoe companies right now. Music, you know, Chance the Rapper did it without a label. There's always doubts in the beginning with someone when they try and disrupt. And I'm curious, why do you believe that your disruption will be successful? I mean, I saw all the highlights a week or two ago, but what makes you think, you know what, this will work? Well, you know, I think if, if people uh, pursue something and their and their reason for pursuing it is well, you know, I like something, so I'm I'm so that makes me confident that I can make other people like it too. If that's your strategy, that's not enough. You don't have enough to go on. And and our view is that frankly, you can kind of dispassionately kind of break down every sport. And you can look at the data. You can look at what fans are saying they like and what fans are saying needs to change. You can look at the popularity of sports. You can look at the popularity of them as participation activities. And, you know, there's a lot of data. So you get away from opinion and you get into facts. I know in the, in the media these days, we sometimes have trouble distinguishing them, but they're still out there. And, uh, and if you get into facts, what do, you, what do you find out? You find out that there's only three sports that didn't shrink on a, a, that have any major scale in terms of participation in the last five years. And they're hockey, lacrosse, and flag football. And essentially flag football is the size of those other two combined. And flag football is, is in that position without any you know governing body, without any sure. uniformity, without any rules, any pop warner, without any championships. You know, it's just it's it's haphazard and yet it is incredibly vibrant. The other the other facts or that you can is that when you look at what are the good qualities and the bad qualities, what people like and don't like about the major sports, what we think we've done is we've added um, a lot of the good qualities that other sports have to the best qualities that football already has. And by keeping the action, the passing, the the uh, the, the scoring, the spectacular plays, but then adding on to that the connection. If you look at basketball soccer, sports that, at least in this country, are not necessarily nearly as popular as football, they still are much more successful at connecting people to their players themselves. One of the smartest comments I heard recently was that in a lot of sports in this country, people are are not even rooting for teams anymore, they're rooting for players. 
because of what social media is doing to allow them to connect to those players. But also, if you play a sport like basketball or soccer where you're not covered up the gear, um, you start to get to know those players and you start to, to have a real relationship with those players as characters rather than just as numbers and, and logos. So we felt like taking the simplicity of soccer uh, stripping football down in that way, uh, getting rid of the helmets and the shoulder pads, allowing people to connect, um, that we would basically take the best of basketball, the best of soccer, the best of football. And so why wouldn't that be something that should have a pretty broad appeal? I mean, we'll find out over time, but sure. yeah. that's not to like. Well, the, yeah, the, and the market will bear it out. Jeff Lewis, our guest, he's the CEO of the American Flag Football League. I'm sure, Jeff, when you first decided to launch this venture – or maybe before, you had to do a lot of research into the NFL and just the football business in general. From, I'm sure, the research that you've done, you're a smart guy, I'm sure you wouldn't get into this blind, what do you think the future holds for the NFL? And do you think that flag football will ever, I mean, we're talking probably pretty far down the road, get into the same stratosphere or conversation as the NFL? Well, I think that flag football is very, very different from tackle football because essentially flag football is the game we all play in our backyard or in the schoolyard. Um, flag football doesn't require the uh, logistical and, and resource commitment. I mean, a, a, a traditional football game is an undertaking. Think about what every, every high school and junior high school and junior college that's out there creating a football team is spending an enormous amount of money. Um, it takes an enormous amount of effort. To, to just simply play a game with all that stuff, all those players, all those coaches, all the trainers. The, it's, a, it's an amazing undertaking. And the fact of the matter is, if you look at how popular soccer is at the grassroots level, a lot of that goes back to, hey, all you need is a ball and a rectangle and a bunch of people running around, right? And essentially, you know, that's what touch football is. It's a ball and a bunch of people um, in, in, in a rectangle. We can... Essentially, we were taking football really to that level of simplicity. Um, so, the, you know, you obviously have the concerns of a lot of parents about having their children playing the game. There's certainly still a tremendous number of unanswered questions um, about what the impact is of playing the game. And so if we present people with something, there is a very strong, very strong connection between what people watch as adults and as young adults uh, and what they played as children. Jeff. Um, every sport knows about this, and we're very confident. We don't know how big we're going to be as a business, but we're very confident that once we kind of get out there and, and, and uh, you know, put down our flag, as it were, um, that we're going to be able to ignite a tremendous burst of participation for something that is already, as I said before, incredibly successful given a pretty much a complete lack of organization. Jeff, I have uh, Lefko's Fantastic Four tips to make you billions. I'm going to get to that in a second. But I heard uh, Ice Cube talking when he was talking about the big three, and he said he wasn't going to launch it unless he got Iverson. He said he needed that star. You've got some big names, but I'm curious which one, when he agreed, did you go, ooh, that's the guy I needed? Well, our first... Our first commitment was Michael Vick, and he's an advisor of ours and has been a terrific partner. Um, and, you know, Michael Vick's the only guy that was ever the first pick in the NFL draft and the cover of the Madden game. Mm. 
And he, by the way, just happens to have the highest per rush average in the history of the NFL. So that seemed like a guy that was probably going to be fairly compelling. And he's sort of the ideal flag football player, at least in his Madden version, right? So, um, so he obviously, you know, we were very happy to have the guys that we had. They put on a great show. They put on a great effort. And they were really competing with each other. There's a game that we played that no one has seen yet. Eventually, we'll have, well, I think we'll be able to put it out, which is the which is the practice game we played the day before the game that everyone has seen. Sure. Um, and in that game, uh, Ocho Cinco and Owens were guarding each other, uh, drawing at each other. Uh, the game ended. Uh, it was a very close game. It ended on the last drive, uh, much lower scoring than the one that everyone has seen, and it was amazing. Um, and it was played without a single fan in the, in the stadium, not one, zero, um, just to test everything, test the, making sure the players knew the rules, making sure that everything was working with the, with the telecast and so on. And it was, and it was like, uh, it was such a cool thing. So I'm really excited. And at some point we're definitely going to be able to put at least some, some significant highlights of that out there so that people can see when, when you sort of have these guys alone, um, these great athletes, and they don't, they're not playing for the crowd. They're not playing for, for the expectation that anyone will ever see it, that they still perform and they still compete and they still have an amazing amount of fun. And to me, that's the most important thing. Okay, you, you can look, t- basically you you're saying you guys, can take the, ga- the guy out of the game, but you can't take the game exactly. out of the guy. And I'm sorry to jump in on you, but we don't have a lot of time yeah. left, so I want to get to Adam's fantastic yes. four, whatever. And then both, Jeff, both you and I are going to work as a team here, and we're going to go thumbs up on thumbs down on Lefko's ideas, okay? So, Adam, hit okay. it. What's number one idea and for now, Jeff for Lefko? Adam Lefko's fantastic <laughs> four free tips that will make Jeff billions of dollars. All I, right, does Jeff. Jeff already have billions? He was a hedge fund manager. Oh, yeah. Well, guess what? You can never have enough billions. <laughs> Jeff, number four. We've seen this with other leagues. Woo and then draft a college star. You got to start with Sam Darnold right now. You got to meet the family. You got to treat it like Herschel Walker with the USFL. And you got to say, you know what? Forget the other leagues. I'm playing for Big Jeff and the fan and the flag football. What do you think? Number four. Uh, I got. I'm afraid I have to give that the thumbs down. Oh, okay. Thumbs down on that. I'm also giving it a thumbs down because there's no way that you're going to get Sam Darnold and everyone in you the Jets know. front office just put a hit out on your head, Adam Lefko. Number three idea. Number three. Start signing NBA players. <laughs> we saw LeBron and Durant playing flag football during the NBA strike. Hey. Westbrook's contract is up in a year. We can pounce on that. Otherwise, you know, it's scientifically proven that every major league sport has a Plumlee. Mason's available. <laughs> I say we get some of these athletes a little crossover action. Jeff, what do you think? I don't think Mason Plumlee is going to be your Absolutely guy. What do you think? thumbs up. Okay. Ooh. Thumbs up for Russell Westbrook, but not for Plumlee. He's not bringing in your don't audience. Don't you besmirch <laughs> the Plumlee. Okay, you got to get that Duke fan base or else you're never going to survive, Jeff. Number two. Subtly create an NFL strike and be the ultimate rebound league. Here is what we do. We leave notes in Tom Brady's locker that says Peyton Manning would have created a strike. He'll strike. Then we send a text to Aaron Rodgers and we say his family hates strikes. Then he's striking. And then we have a Raven fly a note to J.J. Watt that says all the young kids love strikes. He's in. They strike. You send everyone a text. Hey, you up? I got ice cream they come over boom nfl's dead you're king number two wait, wait, wait. you are gonna get a lot of new number who this yes you're gonna get a lot of new phone who this jeff what do we think we decks. subtly create an nfl strike um first of all i love to watch the nfl so i really don't want them to strike i did <sighs> notice richard sherman talking about 
strike yes. last week. Need a lot of uh, resolve. But, look, but we don't intend to play at the same time. Uh, we intend to play uh, May to July every year with the culminating with our with our big game taking place on the worst sports day of the year, that Black Thursday after the All-Star game. So, there you go. Um, you know, the day when when um, when uh, sports uh, fans are, are looking around and finding out who the members of their family actually are and what they've been doing for the previous year. Okay, I, you're um, like the Roger Stone of this. Like, you are political operative who's working behind the I scenes. Like this. All right, give us our number All one, right, Adam Lefkoe Number tip. one, and if you did this tomorrow, I wouldn't be ashamed. This is actually very serious. Publicly invite Colin Kaepernick to play in your league. If you don't think you're going to move the needle and say, oh, there's one league that doesn't want him and we'll take him and he'd be a star and we'd be happy to showcase and stand by his side, publicly invite Colin Kaepernick to play in your league, you'd be on the front page of everything by tomorrow morning. Uh, Thumbs up. Major thumbs up. Jeff, do you think you'd actually extend the invitation? You could do it right here on Moose and Maggie. I, you know, we, you know, I don't know what's going to happen with him. I would, I would suspect that with his level of ability and what the things that go on during training camp with injuries and so on, uh, that he's going to continue to be employed by, uh, by the NFL. Mm-hmm. But, um, but we're here, and uh, we'll be here next year and the year after and the year after. And Hell one yeah. of the beautiful things about our game um, is that a player who maybe is in his 30s, uh, especially a quarterback, um, you know, the longevity of a quarterback in our game could be uh, pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, you know, we had Jeff Garcia uh, play in the first game that we played, and then he announced the second. But he played in the first one, I think, at 47 years old. Well, Jeff and- is the he's, – he's just a wonder, and he's fantastic. He's also a quarterback coach. And, Jeff, I hate to do this to you. We are just flat out of time. We're up against a break. Thank you so much, Thank Jeff. Thank you so much for joining us. Jeff Lewis, he's the CEO of the American Flag Football League. We love the first game. Michael Vick, Terrell Owens, they're killing it. And thank you so much for being our guest.